Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hi everyone, happy Tuesday. I hope you all had a wonderfully long weekend with President's Day. I hope you were able to rest, to recuperate, to, you know, just sit with some maybe creative ideas that we're looking to come forward in your energy and that you are stepping into the work week excited, revitalized, and inspired. I always find that that extra day off always kind of brings me back full force and gets me excited to get back to work. I'm always pretty excited to get back to work, but after a three-day weekend, I am pretty stoked. So thank you so much for pressing play and for choosing to enter this space with me. Today, we're going to be talking about the reason I dropped out of college twice and um, how I never went back to get my bachelor's degree and how that's affected my career and then getting really into the kind of emotional lessons I learned in my trajectory towards applying to colleges, going to college, dropping out due to my bipolar diagnosis, and then jumping back into the college game only to then drop out, but this time to pursue a career, which I know sounds very counterintuitive, but we will get into all of that. Uh, Before I get started, I would love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if it brings you any meaning. And of course, um, if someone you know uh, needs to hear this episode, please send it to a friend. Okay, so let's take it back to senior year of high school, 17-year-old scout. Um, my grades were good. They were good. I had like a 3.7 maybe. It's like crazy how back then that was the most important thing in your life and then you get older and then you don't even remember the metrics of success that you were given, quote-unquote. But I was 17 and I was applying to colleges. My family wanted me to go to a UC or state school in California. And so I was just applying, but I I always kind of felt more pulled to a private school just because I knew that they looked at the application process a lot more holistically versus just seeing the GPA number. And so my attitude in high school was that I applied myself in the areas that lit me up and excited me. And then I did the bare minimum just to skate by in the areas that didn't. So for example, I was so present and passionate and really involved in AP art history, in AP literature, um, in speech and debate and AP econ evenly, which was um, 
a surprise at the time, but now I suppose makes more sense. I was very creative and artistic as a kid and I, business was the last thing on my mind. It was not something that I ever thought that I would ever, ever jump into. So I was more in the literature art history zone. And in those classes, I threw myself in. I dedicated myself to getting good grades, not for the grade, but because I genuinely wanted to learn, adopt, and integrate the information. And when it was time to start applying to colleges, I remember talking to my mom and telling her that I just wish they would really put more emphasis on my essay because I felt that my essay was the place that really communicated my potential, my passions, my interests. The essay was really where I believed I could be better assessed and judged as a human being versus my GPA. I was also in, you know, my peers had like 4.3s and were applying to Stanford, et cetera. Um, so 3.7 in the, in relationship to my peers was on the lower side. And that never really bothered me because I knew even as a 17 year old, where my value lies and and the type of person that I knew, um, I was going to, to grow into as well as the type of work that I wanted to produce in this world. I knew that whatever I ended up doing, it would be meaningful and inspirational and that I would dedicate myself to it. So going into applying for colleges, I was a little concerned because I knew that the state schools and the UCs of California really looked at their applicants on a chart as a number. And that always bothered me. It didn't feel good to me. I didn't like that approach. And and I remember thinking that I didn't fit in that box, that the academic system in general was not good at summing me up and was not good at communicating the essence of who I am and the potential that I had. So right off the right out of the gate, I knew that it was going to be a kind of a weird process for me. And what happened is that I actually didn't get into any state or UC. I didn't even get into my um, safety. It was crazy. I mean, with a 3.7, one would think I would get in somewhere and I didn't. And um my parents were upset because they had paid for me to go to private school my whole life. And now I didn't even get into a state school or UC. But I remember, you know, not being embarrassed or feeling shame, feeling less than by those rejections. When I got those rejections, I just knew in my heart that they didn't see me. Um, But I saw myself and that was the most important thing for me. And so moving forward, going into my college career, I always had this sense of this process isn't for me. This, you know, procedure of judgment doesn't match with my inner authenticity and inner values. But I went to college because that's what one does. And so I went to City College for my first year and then I transferred to Sarah Lawrence College, which we can have a whole conversation on Sarah Lawrence College that kind of methodology of academia was so up my alley. There were no grades, no majors, no requirements. Uh, You just wrote essays on everything and you had a lot of one-on-one time with your teacher and it was a really um, passion forward type of academia as well as individually focused. But in my sophomore, no, sorry, I went to Sarah Lawrence College for my sophomore year and then first semester of my junior year, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And at that time, things with my mental illness had really, really escalated and reached pinnacles of psychosis and paranoia. 
and it was getting harder and harder for me to function. I would I remember walking up to French class and being at the door and I couldn't open the door and I just turned around and went home. It was starting to show up in ways that were becoming detrimental to my success as well as just to the baseline of functioning. Um, and so when I received the bipolar diagnosis at Sarah Lawrence College in New York in my therapist's office, I was on the next flight home and I dropped out of college. I spent the next two-ish years trying to heal in a way that wasn't super purposeful or didn't have much direction, but I did outpatient programs. Um, I was 51-50 at one point, um, but the point was, was that I never was able to return to Sarah Lawrence College. I never felt, even after being home for the rest of that semester, junior year, first semester, that I had the strength or ability to return for a second semester. And that really, in that moment, wasn't because college wasn't in alignment for me. Actually, um, quite the opposite. Sarah Lawrence College was very in alignment for me. Um, My mental health was just so distressing and really at an emergency state at that point. But after a few years of, you know, getting my bearings inching with strength a little bit, trying to find all the tools in my toolbox, I re-enrolled at a city college so that I could get all of my like prerequisites ready and, and, and good and all neat and all ready so that I could apply to a UC. Um, because if I wasn't going to finish at Sarah Lawrence, which at that time all my friends had graduated, I didn't really care what college I went to. I just was like, I have to graduate because that's next in line. That's what people do. I'm 22. I haven't graduated and I need to graduate. So I went to a city college and figured out all my prerequisites and then I applied to transfer. And it was the first time in my career that I actually, not in my career, in my academic life that I ended up getting into all the top schools. I got into UCLA, UCSD. It was crazy. Um, And then I chose UCSD because my husband was going to school also in San Diego. And to be honest, like I really didn't give a shit where I went. I was just really doing it as this kind of, okay, this is the next step I have to do. I just have to cross this off my list real quick and then I can get to work. And before I went to UCSD to finish up my college career, I had launched my magazine, Entity Magazine. And we had Halsey on the cover. Uh, It was sold in Barnes & Noble. And while I went to that second community college is when I found entrepreneurship. And in finding entrepreneurship, something totally shifted in me. Everything changed. I had felt what it was like to be passionate about something, to want something so badly, to work at it really hard no matter how my mental illness was showing up. It was the first thing I didn't quit. It was the first thing I could handle. And so I had this taste of exhilarating passion that entrepreneurship brings. And school was quite frankly in my way. Um, But I just did it because that's, again, the trajectory that we all go through in this society. And so as I went to UCSD, I put a pause on the magazine. As successful on the outside as it was, 
Barnes and Noble contacting me and putting it in their stores, Halsey on the cover. Uh, it wasn't a super financial viable business. I had no idea what financially viable businesses were at that age. I had zero, I never really even had a job, let alone had any business experience. And actually, I linked up with a woman who brought me on to launch EntityMag.com, a women's digital media site, while I was in, I believe it was my second semester of UCSD, and I had two more semesters after that. And I remember texting my dad and saying, hey, I just want you to know that if I get a job, I'm going to drop out of college that my goal here is to work. My goal here is not to continue school and I don't care how close I am to my bachelor's degree. I want to work now. And I was applying to jobs. I remember I got an internship, an amazing PR agency in San Diego. And I said, is there any chance you would hire me today? And they said, no, you have to have a bachelor's degree. So intern for us first, and then we can talk about getting you a job. And then, and then I got connected um, with this woman who brought me on to be the director of operations at um, this digital women's online media site. And in the beginning, it was part time because I was in I was in college. But as we sort of ramped up, it became very clear that one, my passion was there and working on the on the site. And so I made the decision with a full time job offer to drop out of college a second time two semesters. It was like one and a half semesters. Like I probably could have finished it in one semester if I just went super hard away from graduating. And this is not the popular move to make. Um, And it was one that I made very quickly, very easily. I felt no anxiety about it because I knew it was the right move for me. So when we come from a place of knowing what is best for us, you just are energetically pulled towards that. And so I dropped out of college the second time, not because of my mental illness, but because I was ready to start my career. And since then, it has been interesting. Um, There was one point where I did have to start applying to traditional jobs And I just never put my education on my resume and nobody asked, which was interesting. I went to a bunch of interviews, but nothing lit me up. And something I've always done in my career and in my life is that I don't take on large commitments if they don't light me up. So, but even in that interviewing process without a bachelor's degree, nobody asked if I graduated college. I think they just assumed I did. So it kind of taught me a few things that maybe the bachelor's degree isn't as necessary as I thought it was. Um, Of course, if you are going to be a lawyer or a doctor or a nurse, education is totally mandatory and totally needed. It's the steps you get to take to become an expert in that field. But for me, my goal at the end of the day was to always be an entrepreneur and that I knew that if I had to work a day job, it was always going to be a means to an end and never a permanent career move. So I didn't think that graduating college to make me eligible for these jobs that, in my opinion, were going to be short-lived and not long-term was a silly investment. So 
I got to work and I did become a successful entrepreneur with Running Scouts Agency. And sometimes I think to myself, oh yeah, I don't have a college degree. And sometimes my family asks me, oh, you're going to go back? Like you're just going to get it? And, and for me today, I don't see any reason to whatsoever. I have completely taken my destiny, my narrative, my skill set, my expertise, and my reputation into my own hands and have walked down the entrepreneurial path. And there's a few things that I want to talk about on the emotional mindset side of this is that from a very young age, I rejected a metric of societal success. So even at 17, I was like, why the fuck does this GPA define me? Why do my SATs define me? I'm not good at SATs. Why don't you ask me to write a short story? I can communicate so much better in that way. So I already figured out at a young age that the way the ladder worked in the career world, in the academia world, was not a match for me internally. So at a very young age, I determined that. But then I had the, I don't know if it's courage or the complete complete naivete to not cave in to the not cave not cave into the map that I was given I created my own map and in doing that I was able to make decisions in my career that were heart-based soul-based and inspirationally based um, but that weren't you know survival based or necessarily based I was willing or would rather be a barista for a few years as I figured out my entrepreneurial journey then take the 50k 70k customer service job at another business while I figured it out that just felt better to me and so that was the path that I unapologetically took I also want to point out that in all of these steps from dropping out of college to to pursue a career from dropping out of college to work on my mental health to launching a podcast okay says to launching my agency all of the decisions I've made in my career follow have followed my inner self-worth and my inner value metric I determine what energy I want to follow. I determine the energy that I want to compound, that I want to be alive to, that I want to turn into action in my life. And so college just wasn't matching my purpose. It wasn't filling me up. I didn't see the merit in it. I saw it as just like this thing to put on my on my resume that would just get me in the door, I suppose. I mean, guys, I was studying like British English literature from the 1800s in college. That was my major. Like there was no job on any planet that was going to hire me based on those studies. And so I just called bullshit on it. For me personally, I called bullshit on it. And I was willing to take the repercussions of not having a college degree, knowing that it might be a little bit more difficult for me to forge my career. But at the same token, my career I always saw in my own hands as an entrepreneur. And so as an entrepreneur, that is the route that I took. This is not an episode to convince you that college degrees are worthless. Quite the opposite. They are incredible. Education is is the path towards a more equitable, equal society, a more loving society. Having educated civilians, so to say, is a very powerful thing. And I know that this can also come across because so many people don't have access to higher education. I'm just saying that for me, it wasn't the way, it wasn't the 
path I needed to walk to get to where I'm standing right here. And actually quite the opposite. The fact that I didn't have a traditional college career. I went to four colleges over the course of like five years. Um, no, like six years, you know, that has helped me become who I am. That has shaped me into the entrepreneur that I am today. And the point of this episode is really to get you to start thinking about areas that you might be taking step towards just because that's what you have predetermined is the only way. So I really, really encourage you to think in what ways are you following a path because you didn't think there was an alternative. I think that oftentimes we get stuck thinking that there's one way forward when there's so many ways. You know, you might get so lit up by college and keep going to get your master's and your PhD and that's what serves you and will ultimately serve your career because anything that serves you on an energetic soul level will rise you up in your career. So that's the path you have to take. You know, not being foolish, understanding finances and your safety net and all of those things. But as I said earlier, if I couldn't get a quote unquote real job at any point in my life, I was fine being a barista and living that lifestyle until my entrepreneurial pursuits hit, until I built the business of my dreams, etc. So it's all about what works best for you. And it doesn't have to be the linear path that, you know, you grew up thinking it had to be. Your GPA doesn't have to define you. Your SAT score doesn't have to define you. Where you graduated from college doesn't even have to define you. So I am just opening up the conversation for areas in your life that potentially you're following because you haven't thought about the alternative that maybe makes your heart flutter a little bit more. So yes, I am a college dropout and yes, I run a multiple six-figure agency and yes, I'm also the co-host of OKC's podcast and have been able to support myself with the businesses that I've built myself and I think that my where I'm standing now is because I always understood where I fit and what didn't work for me and I never wanted to be defined by a GPA or an SAT score or which college accepted me. I wanted to be defined by the things that I create and my tenacity and perseverance to show up to create a business and so that's what I did. I hope this episode was inspiring, gave clarity, or if anything, just assured you that maybe if you are taking or made a decision that your parents are like, um, what? Or your significant other is a little nervous about to know that you get to follow the path that you want to, that you are destined to, that your soul is calling you to. So thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful Tuesday. I so appreciate it as always. And follow me at Scout Sobel on Instagram. Uh, for more mental health musings, entrepreneur musings, and probably a lot of cute pictures of my dog, Luna. Okay, everyone, I'll catch you on Thursday.